Let's get going. Hey, podcast listener, even if you are alone in your entrepreneurial pursuit, know that today, right now in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of entrepreneurs all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. If you want to know more about this program or this podcast or want to get barraged by a lot of annoying pop-ups, check out our website, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Yeah, buddy, it's Thursday morning. That means it's time for another Lifestyle Business Podcast. Today we're live and in the same room. This reminds me of like, uh, remember those episodes we did in Thailand in that bungalow? Yeah, we're sitting on the beds in the room here trying to make it happen. (laughs) You are joined, as you heard, by my captain, my co-hostess with the mostest, a man who's not PG in PG. You're a little bit of a swear swear bear buddy in, in real life. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a swear bear and, uh, you know, my environment, I'm a product of my environment. <laughs> so, uh, we're in PG and it's kind of cowboy country. Uh, we got a b- bunch of people here for, uh, the inaugural tropical NBA. Yeah, it's been baller. We'll talk about that later in the episode. And we'll also talk about one way you can track your online businesses easily and simply see where your revenue numbers are heading. Cheers to Alex from Winnipeg, Canada. He says he was listening to, he couldn't get out of the tourist bus at the gates of Machu Picchu because he's rocking the first 50 podcast episodes, which you can get at lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Plus, take the Tropical MBA crash course, which I just put up there today. Yeah, this is a brand new thing. So you jump on it and you basically get a series of emails that point you to different lessons that we've learned in our business over the course of two weeks. Excellent. Booyah. All right. What's next? Let's do some meat and potatoes with listener questions. So we got a couple good ones. So for the meat and potatoes today, we're going to answer two listener questions about doing some bidnass. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this tropical MBA thing and the kind of the lessons that we've learned the first six or seven days of being here in Puerto Galera. Let's get going. Alrighty, we got a question from Chris from the DC. He says you guys are really adamant about this issue of if you're not a software developer, do not start a software business. We got a whole episode about this stuff. Um, basically, what Chris is in this position that we we often get in. He's got a great software idea. And he really wants to do it. He wants to get away from affiliate and niche sites. And he wants to do something more substantial, more legitimate. And of course, we're looking, there's software opportunities everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, so his idea is he's so tempted uh, by this idea. You know, what are the pointers we could have uh, as he goes forward with this idea? He's not set on the idea, but it serves a market need. And he wants to go and solve this problem. Okay, Chris. Well, I think you've got a couple options. We've personally been down this road before. We spent tons of cash before and had it crash and burn on some software development. I think, uh, in my opinion, if you want to develop software and you've got ideas for software, you should become a software developer. Uh, and that might mean hacking away at uh, software for two years. One thing that I think is, uh, I've noticed in my life is like, uh, say the guitar, for instance, if I just would have started playing the guitar when I said I wanted to play the guitar, I'd be like 10 years into it by now. Right. And, uh, it's only 20, 30 minutes a day and I'd be, you know, semi pro at this point. And I think a lot of people would say the same thing. And I think coding is one of these things too. Hey, if you want to code, if you think it's valuable today, it's probably going to be valuable two years from today. Yeah. There's no question that this is a killer skill set. Check out codeacademy.com and start rocking through some exercises at least 
least get your head wrapped around the idea of what language you're going to choose and how these things work. So I totally agree with Ian. Get your hands dirty in some code if you're going to start a software company. But there are some other options. The first one is to do it. Dan Norris from Web Control Room, which is a, he's a, an attendee of the TMBA. He's got a, a great piece of software, which we're going to talk about at the end of the program. But one of the things that he's doing, he's managing developers. He does understand how software works, and he's using established libraries and code bases. And these are the, these are the same kinds of pieces of code that have been used in other software applications. So it's like what Ian and I did with Drupal is that we weren't developing Drupal to solve the problem of how to build a CMS on the web, right? Instead, we were using existent libraries to solve our own instances of those problems, like how to put up our e-commerce store. So that's totally different. We can manage a Drupal developer. We can't manage the project to develop Drupal. That's right. It's hard to manage something that you don't know how to do yourself, at least on the surface level. Yeah. So, again, you can do this by building program uh, by building software using Ruby on Rails and existent libraries, stuff like that. Um, you know, it, and again, basically, you got to understand this stuff. You can't manage stuff that you don't fundamentally understand. I personally started uh, pushing my software ideas to the side. You know, like a couple of years ago, I always had these ideas, and so did you, and we'd shoot them back and forth to each other. Oh, I got this great idea for this or that. And I think, you know, you finally started to get to me. You said, dude, either become a software developer, you know, basically do your thing or get off the pot. <laughs> All right. The final piece of advice, Chris, that we would give to you is see if there's any way you can solve the problem without software. You'll be amazed at how many problems can be solved with email, with consulting, um, with a basic product. I mean, I think about this when I go back to the 20 grand that I dropped on this product I was calling Freight Space. And it was that product that developed 3D palette visualizations for my clients. Well, that software was cool because it did it in like 20 seconds. But the truth is, is I could have done it in 20 minutes with an old pencil and a piece of paper. So why not take on clients and do the hard lifting, basically prove the cash flow with either a consulting product or a service or a patch together thing with existent software. And when you know it's a winner, then come back and develop the software. Yeah, pull out the old graph paper. I like that. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, the other thing about it is like, this makes me think of a lot of software products don't really succeed unless they have massive scale. And if you're just getting started in business, that can be risky. So by focusing on a software product that solves a really heavyweight problem, like that consulting would solve as well. Because, you know, if you're going to improve like a browser widget, you know, kind of thing, that is you're gonna to need to have tens of thousands of users to monetize that. Whereas if you're gonna solve the pallet card issue, you might not only need 25 companies as clients in order to cash flow your lifestyle business. All right, True. let's get moving on to the next question. We got a great one from Tristan from the shopifycourse.com. Great sales letter, Tristan. It's 197 bucks. He's piggybacking. Uh, off of the success of Shopify, which is something that we're big fans of. And he's looking for strategies to get traction. Well, right to podcasters is a good one, Tristan. Yeah, it is. The Shopifycourse.com. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an affiliate link, man. All right. Um, basically, you know, he's talking to Shopify, but he's struggling on how to position this product and how to get traction for it. So, Tristan, you've come to the right place. We've got 
a couple quick strategies for you. First thing you can do is you can go to search.twitter.com, search for the term Shopify. Let's start to take an inventory of what the key problems that Shopify users have. That's right, Tristan. I think that's a great idea. The other idea is that you can start to talk openly about Shopify. Um, you know, I we were on Shopify for a while, uh, and we're not on it anymore. But that's just kind of because we changed internally with our direction. Not really anything. Nothing against, against Shopify. Shopify. Those guys but, are uh, they're 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 wonderful. It's a wonderful product. That's right. It's a wonderful product. But I did uh, love hearing about Shopify. I mean. Basically, with a lot of these web platforms now, it's really good to understand what the company culture is, how long they've been around, uh, what they're charging. You know, all these like kind of insider Shopify things because I want to know if the platform that I pick is going to be around two or three years from now. I want to know if I can expect a price increase. I want to know everything that's going on. I want to know if they're still developing uh, plugins for their site, things like this. So I think creating a place where you can have a dialogue about Shopify vis-a-vis -vis maybe a podcast, maybe a blog, something like that could be very cool. Yeah. You know, so you're doing a great job with your brand by piggybacking their success. Now you need to do some piggybacking with your marketing because there's a lot of news surrounding Shopify. When there's a new software update that comes out, when there's a new theme that gets released, when there's a new piece of functionality or price level, you should be the guy in, you know, the marketplace who's giving the, the expert commentary on that. Be the John Gruber for Shopify. Be the person that people go to, to look for opinions about Shopify and better yet, start training people in Shopify. Dish the goods. Do it in front of me. Solve my problems for free. You know, I'm going to go do that Shopify course. Or, you know, maybe you're going to find that that doesn't quite solve the precise problem. Maybe you can charge more for another thing. Like, how about this? Custom liquid framework theme, $19.97. Why am I going to pay you $2,000, $1,000 premium? Uh, because I trust you. You've taught me how to use Shopify. And I look to you to be the expert on this stuff. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I love the suggestion that we gave out a couple weeks ago. Of course I love it. We gave it out. <laughs> but I love the idea of doing the work in front of me. The sales letter is awesome. You're doing a great job. I think you got to get a publishing platform in there and start piggybacking the timely marketing news. Be the voice of the marketplace and people will buy your stuff. Speaking of crazy stuff. Part of the reason our brains are so scrambled is we're having way too much fun here at the Tropical MBA. We had a we had a, a party last night with Filipino local delicacies like the embryo inside the egg and chicken intestines and whatever. It was chicken awesome. head. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. We and had a band. We had a live band. It was by the ocean. It was a pretty magical evening, but it lasted a long time. A little too long. A little too long. It lasted a little bit too long. So everybody's a little bit slow to come to breakfast this morning. So for those of you that don't know, um, the Tropical MBA Startup Summer was something that was started on this podcast as a whim. We basically just said, do people want to come join us, build businesses with us you know, in the Philippines? And we had basically two open questions when we came here. Number one is, are we going to enjoy doing this kind of work? We didn't really know if we were going to enjoy hanging out with the podcast listeners full time. You know, it's kind of like a summer camp situation. You want to make sure you're hanging with some cool people. This is exactly uh, what one of the guys here said is, uh, I never got to go to summer camp and this is summer camp. <laughs> and it's true. Uh, this does feel a little bit like summer camp. It's cool. And the second thing we were, you know, thinking about when we came here is, you know, are people going to find it valuable? Because people are making a big sacrifice to come here. It's a $2,000 price point. Plus they got to buy plane tickets 
and they've got to take two weeks out of their lives to come here and hang out with us. So, you know, we didn't really know whether people were going to think it's going to be cool. Right. And I think we're finding that most people find it very valuable that are here. Uh, I think people are making friends. I think, you know, some potential partnerships could come out of this. I do think that this is solving some of the problem of entrepreneurial loneliness. Um, I also think, uh, you know, one of the things that we're doing here, Dan, uh, is we're doing MITs at the end of every day, uh, most important tasks. And that really has, uh, I, I think people, that's having a big impact on people. People basically write up on the board what their one to three most important tasks are for the day and they get to cross those off. And there's like a huge accountability, um, there's a huge accountability component to what's going on here. And I think people really enjoy that. We didn't get the MITs done last night, by the way, because the MIT for everybody was the same, which is party all night long. Oh, we got it. <laughs> we, we crossed that one off. The biggest thing that I really didn't expect, and, and so I asked everybody, like, what what is the biggest value to you guys? And everybody said that they never get hung up because at any moment that they get stuck on anything, there's like 15 people, including our staff, who can solve the problem immediately for them. Yeah, we've got a bunch of people with a bunch of different skill sets in here. A lot of these businesses are very diverse. Some people are doing uh, drop shipping e-commerce stores. Uh, other people are doing apps. Yeah. Um, and we've got a couple other guys doing physical goods yep. too. So uh, it's really diverse and people are coming with all different kinds of backgrounds. Uh, and so, you know, we're not the only ones that are helping people here. Other people are helping each other. No, we're not the only million dollar business in the room either. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of chops here. So, you know, there's a sort of a more meta thing that I'm enjoying about doing this in-person coaching. And we've been doing business for over five years now. That's right. And so, and we've only, we've only been doing this Tropical MBA lifestyle business podcasting for, since the end of 2009. And this product, this kind of in-person product, the event, it's kind of like a conference slash summer camp kind of thing. It's the first thing that really pulls together a lot of these open threads effectively. You know, it's like, you know, it's sort of like the ultimate expression of our brand so far it's something that i feel like is sort of cohesive yeah and i also think it's like something i feel like i could focus a lot of my energy on and really sort of a lot of entrepreneurs are hoping to find that one thing that they can pour all of their heart and soul into and i don't know i got a sense that this might be that so speaking of that let's do one on october 1st yeah, <laughs> I think we are going to do another one because let's keep the dream uh, alive. Yeah, it's it's really working out well. Uh, you know, we're about through the first one. Looking forward to the second one while we're here, uh, and uh, let's plan a third one. I think yeah. people have been asking for it, and uh, we've got the infrastructure set up here. I think people are really enjoying uh, the resort that we're in. It's awesome. Yeah, and the food is great. I mean, we uh, our friend basically runs this resort here, and uh, she cooks the best food. It's amazing. And it's, uh, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner so uh, everybody kind of thought they would lose weight coming to Asia you know not at all not at all all right so let's not take up too much time with the sales pitch if you go to the I don't even want to call it a sales pitch I mean I think it's such a great value it's I don't feel like I'm selling a product here I feel like this is just you know if you've got a new project or business that you want to get off the ground or you got some vacation time and you want to do something like really productive with your vacation rather than maybe go down to the islands and just chill out this is an amazing opportunity for all three categories of, of people. So we're going to do one from October 1st to October 15th. 
uh, or thereabouts. And for anybody who goes to this podcast post and signs up for the early action list, uh, I'll write a I'll write a sales page that just puts out like all the precise features of this particular event. And then yeah, that'll be it. The last one sold out and you know. 24 hours or 36 hours. I mean, it sold out almost as we had to like find more rooms. Yeah. So, so yeah. So if you're interested in, we'll put that offer up uh, in the next few days and, and that's that. Cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get moving on to just the tips. Wait a second. I actually got a joke today. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Just when we got rid of the joke section, <laughs> I came across a funny joke. So uh, I was trolling Reddit as I uh, do for about six hours a day. Right. And uh, so I saw a joke on Twitter that somebody had posted on Reddit, uh, and it said, uh, I saw a bird today. It crapped on a smart car. Totaled it. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting part about the joke is... Uh, Such a you joke, dude. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So Smart actually responded on Twitter, and they said, no, actually, like, it would take, you know, 40,000 birds to, to total the car. So I thought that was pretty funny. All right. So we're going to pimp one of the startups here. Eventually, we'll have Dan Norris onto the podcast program, but he's doing a startup called webcontrolroom.com, and I'm actually a passionate user, you know, a beta user, basically, and I think you guys should be, too. Uh, check out webcontrolroom.com. It's basically a collection of APIs. It's 100% free. You in your feed burner, your Aweber, your PayPal, your Google AdSense earnings, um, your Zero account, you name it. You put it in there and you just go to webcontrolroom.com. And I actually prefer the online or like the web based to the iPhone application, but he does have an iPhone app. Right. But you basically get to see where you're at. And that's like super useful to me. Like I get to see where our PayPal account is. I get to see how many emails, you know, have come through. These kinds of things are are awesome metrics and can help you make strategic decisions about your business. We're seeing what Dan's doing here with the program. Over the next few months, it's going to evolve pretty radically and get much more useful so people can make strategic decisions. You know, we were trying to make a strategic decision the other day about one of our businesses, Ian. And I was in freaking PayPal for like two hours pulling out data about a spreadsheet just so we can get an idea about projections of growth. That's such a simple thing that should be able to be solved for free by a simple web app. And Dan Norris is doing it. Yeah. So if you do download web control room, I'm sure uh, Dan would love to hear your feedback because it's a brand new product. Absolutely. And today we're going to play you guys out with some butter music from SBDRKT. Can you think of a worse freaking name for a music group? This song is called Pharaohs and Ian and I like to put it in the beats. Oh yeah, hit so hard. Drink some coffee or tea in Ian's case and get some work done. And man, we have just not gotten any work done since we came to PG. It's a lot more fun to work on other people's businesses than it is to work on our own. That's for damn That's sure. What we're finding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're having so much fun here. We we'll hope you come and join us in October. We'll talk to you next Thursday morning. Booyah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't be shy. We've got a mailing list, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Go there, get yourself signed up, and we'll keep you up to date on everything we do.
Uh, my brains are absolutely scrambled. 